And welcome to the F the Glitter podcast. This is a podcast that is centered around highlighting women of color in the world of graphic design, brand design, and marketing strategy. I am your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative, and today I have the honor of having Miss Savvy Henderson as a guest with us. Savvy is the owner of Savvy Relations, located in Los Angeles, California, and New York. So she travels like both sides, and she goes all the way to the other side. She don't stop in the middle and like, yeah, I'm going to chill out in Kansas. Like, no, she goes over here, over here, over here. So Savvy, tell us a little bit, well, not tell us a little bit, tell us a lot of bit about you and how awesome you are. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. You know, something about me, I'm I'm a native Texan from Dallas, you know, okay. lived in Houston. Live in all the over the place. <laughs> yep, from the South, if you can't hear the twang, you know, like Whitley Gilbert. But um no. So yeah, I've um I've been doing marketing for over 15 years and I started I started my business when I graduated college. Uh-huh. You know, but I still had a normal job, you know, so I took projects, but I wouldn't I wasn't ready or at least I didn't think I was ready to go full term, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, um a lot right of us now, do that. Yeah. You know, something really had to happen in my life in order for me to make the shift. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though it was unfortunate, it taught me a lot that, you know, life is short. I lost my mom and my stepmom within five months of each other mm-hmm. um, back in 2015. And when they, once my, my mom, my, bio, my biological mom passed first mm-hmm. and I was like, geez, life is I already was feeling like life is short, right? At that moment, I started to do a few things that just were living. I just wanted to live. But after my stepmom passed, I was like, okay, nope, yeah, I gotta, I gotta make some changes, and so I did. Yeah, so I'm here now, and you know, I like I, I mentioned before, I'm bi-coastal. I'm on my first stint of the East Coast. I moved in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> You know, people call me crazy. She brave. She brave, <laughs> it's y'all. Not the she first brave. Time. It won't be the last time, you know. So that's, you know, that's what I am. Here I am. I'm out here making moves. <laughs> well, that's what's up, then. That's what's up. And and I and I'm I'm glad that you said that when you first started out, you had a regular job, but you were picking up projects on the side. And I think a lot of us kind of start there. Is mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this, but I need the security of that other check for right yes. now. And yes. then we finally hit this this wall where it's like, all right, you better move or you better climb, which you gonna do. And right. then it's like, well, if I climb, what's gonna happen? It's like, you better figure it out when you get there, but you better climb this wall or yes. move to the side and let somebody else do it. And, you know, you, you did it. And I was like, yay, you can move to two sides of the country. Right. <laughs> and you're okay. So how, when did you know that you wanted to be a marketing strategist? Like when, when did you know that that was your thing? Okay, so I knew when I went to when I first went to college, mm-hmm. my I was a business major already, right? But I was a 
it was management information system. So it was really like computer science. Mm-hmm. And my, I got all the way up to my junior year, you know, computer science, computer science, mm-hmm. got to my junior year in my, one of my JavaScript class. It's like the intro class to, you know, the upper level coursework. And I'm at the computer and I'm coding and I'm like, I can't do this today. I, I, just, I can't do this today. What, what can I change my major to where I like, I was like, I want to talk to people. I'm talking to the computer and it's just me in the computer. And I can't, <laughs> right? And it's so crazy because all the student organizations I was in, I was like public relations coordinator or VP of marketing. Like so you're I was already doing it. <laughs> but I just didn't realize, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to just switch to marketing. It was like the quickest transition. It wasn't going to keep me in school longer. I was uh-huh. like, yeah. And then it just happened. I was like, girl, you've been doing this the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I I knew then. And at first when I changed my major to marketing, my dad was like, what are you going to do with marketing? And I was like, do y'all realize that every business has to have marketing? Mm-hmm. Every, nothing can operate without it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been doing it since then. Wow. Yeah, so, I know this is that. full-time for you, but mm-hmm. how long have you been full-time on your own? Okay, so I've been on my own full-time for the last five years. Wow. Yeah, it took... So, I, I my first business registration with the state, it was with Texas, mm-hmm. was back in 2005, Wow. Yes. And it took 10 years before I could leave and be on my own. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm not, I'm grateful for it because I learned a lot and I worked in a bunch of different industries. Mm-hmm. So I know every facet of marketing mm-hmm. because of those 10 years. Yeah. 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 I, I feel that like I, I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> When's your birthday? Yes. I am a Pisces. My birthday is February 26th. Oh, I'm a Leo. You a Leo? See, I yeah. have some Leo friends that always feel like that about me. I just feel like you're, you're supposed to be over here in August yes. and July. I just, I just feel like you're supposed to be over this. But it does bring up a good point, though, that success does not happen overnight. And there's so many no. people see all this stuff that's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm a six-figure this and I'm a six-figure that. And I did it in 60 days. Like, no, you didn't. No. That overnight success took seven years to get to that point. Like, there is no yes. way that you are six, seven figures in 60 days. Like, if yes. you do, that you are an anomaly. But you dare not, you better not teach nobody that that's, like, everybody can do it. Because you can't. Right. Like, everybody, you know some kind of secret that you mm-hmm. learned in the past seven, eight, ten years to get you to that place. So, I, exactly. So, what are your favorite types of projects or your favorite clients that you like to work with? Like, which ones get you excited? Like, oh, we got to do this. Yes. So I really get excited about if they have like a social cause uh, wrapped up in their component. So like I have a client that fashion is their base, right? But they have a social cause for it too, where mm-hmm. they do like a blanket drive every year. So they use style okay. to do this blanket drive. And so I really enjoy working with companies that have, they want to do some type of social good along mm-hmm. with whatever they're doing. And not just in it to make a dollar. How can I impact somebody's life? So I like impactful companies. Okay, cool. So with that, what was the one project that you were like, we nailed that, like that's it right there. I'll tell you, I recently just started a project. So I started the launch part of it, right? Mm -hmm. I built out a brand in 72 hours, just the launching of it. Yes, 72 hours. 
it must have been hype. Listen, I was hype. <laughs> I was sleepless. I was deprived. But I made it work and I got it up and running and it was making money as soon as I released it. Oh, we and, need to holler. We need to talk. Yes, and it was a it's a and it was 14 preneur. So I was excited. And I already I was talking to them yesterday about mm-hmm. the strategy of going forward and building the company out even further. Mm-hmm. And when I was talking to them, I was like thinking about the trajectory of her career, I was like, people were so excited because she's, she's 11. She started her own company. Her mom gifted her a company for her birthday. Yes. But it was her idea. It was, that was, it wasn't like her mom created a company. It was her idea. Mama want a company when she was nine. She's been saying that she was nine and her mom was like, okay, let me finally do this. Mm -hmm. I was excited because I'm like, she has the drive to build mm-hmm. something now. And she also has a social component. Okay, right. <laughs> she, she has a social component where, and you know, that comes from her mom because they have like homeless initiatives. Mm-hmm. And so she was always on those projects and it motivated her to want to help people to as want well. To do it herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like really excited about this because I know I can see where she's going and I'm like building out this strategy so that she can get there. Oh gosh, that, that's I'm hyped now. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. I'm like, I'm excited. That's great though, because it's like the the mom, the parent did not stifle the baby. Like so many parents, you know, like that they're, they're so, so traditional that they want to mm-hmm. be like, no, you need to go to school, you need to do this, you need to do this. Yep. And instead, you're like, you know what? Show me you can do it. You can yep. do it. I'm gonna I'm yep. help you get there, and you mm-hmm. do it. And wow, <laughs> yep. And she tells her, this is your company. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do the work. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is a lot of it is automated except for just her her initiatives. So her mm-hmm. initiative, she'll take more time and she's going to, we talked about it yesterday, she's going to spend time creating content. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's going to be really great. I can really see how it's going to take off. Cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, dang, that kind of just wiped out the rest of my question. I'm ready to go. Let's talk about her. No, let's not do that. So how would you describe your style? Like you're, I know you're, you're a marketing strategist who can design. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. when it comes to putting the campaigns together, like how would you describe like your little touch, your flavor that you put on it? Okay. So my flavor on things is first I look at things. A lot of things that I work on is digital, right? Mm -hmm. But digital marketing, that's like I niched. I used to do full stack where I was trying to do everything and Mm -hmm. it took, you know, years for me to niche down, but I finally niched down to just digital marketing Mm -hmm. and I will do some brand development and stuff like that, you know, for specific projects, right? Right. But so my style is to go back and see if they really have identified their audience because mm-hmm. I can't really build a strategy or design if I don't yeah, really I know, know who they're trying to target. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of times, sadly enough, they don't really know. They're always saying, oh, everybody is for everybody. If you're oh. for everybody, you're for nobody. Right. <laughs> Say you it again. Mean, Say yes, for the people in the back. You are for everybody. You're for nobody. You have to know exactly who you're targeting. So what I've been working on now is even with if it's whether it's a strategy session or if it's a design, I like for them to know their story, like because mm-hmm. that's going to be a part of this strategy. You mm-hmm. need to know your story because that'll help you identify who you're you really trying to, to target. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's where I am, right? My style is let's get your brain story. So storytelling, that's my strategy. Okay. That's, that's my style. I use a storytelling um, style. 
Okay, cool. So how do you feel about the representation of women of color in our industry and brand strategy and marketing strategy? Like, how do you feel about the lack of or the representation, the fact that there are or there aren't? Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know what? I... I see, I feel like I see a lot of women of color in the industry, but you know what it is? It's because I'm putting myself in those places. But we're in a normal mainstream space. We are not. You know what I'm saying? We are not, we are not recognized for all the magic that we bring to every single table. We yes. really aren't. You know what I'm saying? I'm only seeing that because I'm, I'm where they are. But groups. we are not out where we need to be. And it's yeah. not, it's not all our fault. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, right. it's not a blame, but I feel like not a lot of big box or big brand companies are recognizing the importance and the impact that we have on branding and marketing and all of that. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I was um, actually one of my other guests that I was talking about. We were uh, she brought up Adobe Max. How there's actually a, a marketing. There's actually a conference in New York. It's called mm-hmm. Where Are All the Black People? Wow! But at the last conference, there were no black people. Wow. <laughs> it was supposed to be like a black conference. And I was like, "Oh, what good is that?" And they were like, it's, it's ironic to like, like they had the conference and actually the people who were there posted, they were like, so the conference called where are all the black people and it's supposed to be where we are and ain't, ain't nobody here. They all, oh my everything else. And I was like, what? That is crazy. Like, are you serious? I was like, oh my gosh. So I definitely want to dial, dial, uh, dive into yeah. that a whole lot more just right. off GP like that might be I don't know if it's going to be a solo episode or I might have a, a group conference thing I'm right. like oh, we got to yeah. talk about this like this is not okay we're we going to have a conference call episode something about this because if the conference is called where are all the black people so that we have the black people and ain't no black people well, that that's that's a problem like that that's problematic that's an issue <laughs> that's a real issue that's not effective at all no like, well, yeah, that's a good question where are the black people right <laughs> did you find them <laughs> oh my lord so what would you say was the most important step that you took when you started out Okay, so the most important step that I took when I started out is I leveraged my network, mm-hmm. right? So I, I took all those contacts, you know, whether they were per- personal or professional, and I let them know, hey, I'm out here. Mm-hmm. I'm out here. Who ready to work? You know what I'm saying? I'm available. Mm-hmm. This is what I can do. If you know me and worked with me in any situation, you know that I can get it done. And what's up? And I booked my first three clients as far as like, this is when I went out solo. I mean, when I finally left, you Mm -hmm. know, corporate America, I booked three clients right away from just me going, leveraging my network. That's what's up. So what caused you to step out? Like, what was your, what was your wall that made you be like, all right, you're going to have to climb. So I climbed. What made me climb is after my stepmom passed. Mm-hmm. It was following my bio, biological mom's death. It was short space in between five months between each other. They both passed away. But after my stepmom passed, I was like, okay, you know what? Yep, life is short. I'm going to have to go on and do this thing because I can't, I can't continue 
at this pace mm-hmm. and achieve everything that I set out to achieve. But also, you know what? When I first started my last job, mm-hmm. I said that that was my last job. Okay. Now, I worked there for three years before I <laughs> left. I did. I met some great contacts, though. So even some of the people that I met there were some of my first clients. And some of them have circled back and worked with me. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. Okay. So there was, there was a life-changing moment. A life-changing. That was like, we got to do something else. Yes. Gotcha. Life is too short. <laughs> So you said you moved during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So since we've been on punishment, how has business been? Listen, <laughs> let me tell you, first of all, I, I came to New York in February, right? Mm-hmm. And work was slow. It was slow. It was winter. It was slow. Like I had, I was working with like one retainer client and a few like very small projects, mm-hmm. like to the point where I could just be like, do do What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> like trying to figure it out, right? Uh-huh. But honey, March. Uh huh. Oh my god! I guess because everybody else had to stay home. Uh-huh. They have been coming up with all this stuff. I have been booked and busy, like. Literally, I have like I I ain't never been this busy. I'm like they're like, can you do this? I'm like, oh yes. Okay, then I'll book, I'll book them. Then somebody else, I said, listen, I am pretty stacked. <laughs> How much do you need done? <laughs> if you don't need that much, I might squeeze it in. Right. Let me know. I, I can like see if I can project. You know, get a little help on it. Let me see. Right. But yes, I have been so booked. That is a blessing. Right. So it was a blessing. Absolutely it is. That is a blessing. Oh my gosh. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> people are like, oh my God. Gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's closed. I just want to know what My bills are paid. Ow. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. Let the bills be paid. Let the bills be paid. Yes. Yes. So <clears throat> for someone who is looking for your particular service, mm-hmm. what is some advice you would give to them while vetting a professional? So some advice I would, when you're looking for a professional, especially in my fields, one, you do need to see proof. You know, let, do you have any case studies or even testimonials, references that I can, you know, refer back to, but also is I feel like you can talk to, well, this is a thing. You can talk to somebody over the phone mm-hmm. and they can sell you. Some people could sell you a whole dream, right? Mm-hmm. But what I do, and I feel like somebody that's good to work with will do is when you're talking to them and they're just giving you, they're just talking about your project, about whether or not they can do it or what they could offer, mm-hmm. is that they will give you value at it, even if you're not gonna sign up with them yep so that's what I do like sometimes I'll I'll say listen I might be too expensive for you but I'm gonna give you these tools that you can use anyway you may be able to find somebody else that's more in your budget right but I'll give you tools and I give people tools whether they sign up with me or not like every consult that I do they don't always work with me but I always give them hey these are some things that you can do that could work for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I feel like they'll always give you, if you're looking for a professional in marketing, they're going to give you value added, whether or not you sign up with them or not. Mm -hmm. So So those are some things to look for. Yep. Social proof and value added, whether or not it's not based on whether or not they're going to make money off of you. Yeah. I saw something somewhere and it it resonated with me is 
true professionals, true experts, not even experts, but people who are good at what they do, Mm -hmm. they'll give away information and then people will pay them for it just because it's like, man, you gave that to me and it helped so much. I want to use you. I'm going to save up my money and I want to use you because you've proven to me without even trying that you're what I need, that you got what I need and I need that. And I'm going to do whatever I got to do to get that. that. I need you right now. Like, yes. Yes. We have come to the fun part of the interview, the random questions. (laughs) (laughs) I like this part because like, we've never met before this. And so I, I like oh. to kind of get to know people. Like even with my clients, I like to get to know you. We, we, I'm, my thing is I'm your best, your business bestie for hire. Like, gotcha. Once you with yeah. me, you bit me like, right. Yep. Your success is my success. So I need you to win. So even after the project, over, exactly. I'm going to be like, Hey, did you ever do this? And they'd be like, huh? I'd be like, yeah, it's six months later. And I ain't seen no change. Like, did you do it yet? And they'd be like, Oh, well, uh, no, no. I didn't. I'm exactly. like, well, we need to no. get on this. And they'd be like, what you mean we? I said, we need to get on this because I need <laughs> yes. you to win. Like, I need you to win. And they'd be like, yes. oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it then. Like, yep. Let's get it together, <laughs> y'all. Exactly. So, <clears throat> now that we're business besties, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say is your favorite style of food? Okay, so that's hard because one, I'm vegan. Really? Yep, I'm vegan. So um, for the last three years, I've been vegan. So, I mean, before that, though, you know, what I loved is um, I love me some little lamb. You know what? Because Jesus, he knew what he was doing when he (laughs) made that sacrificial animal. Now I just love me a little lamb chop. It's so delicious. Yes. But I still like sushi because there's some sushi that I can still eat. So I'll say sushi. Okay. So before then, so you said lamb. Mm -hmm. Any particular way that it was cooked? It was, you know, was smoked on the grill. Oh, oh, the, you know what I'm saying? The natural flavors of the wood yes, just Lord. coming through it. Mm, grilled to perfection. I can smell the rosemary now. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Girl, how did you know? With some butter? It's the southern Ooh. spirit just sweet. Oh, it's coming yes. through. I can feel Ew. it. Just oh, mm, So vegan. Is. Your favorite yes. vegan dish. Mm. Favorite vegan dish is jackfruit pyros. And of course, it's my recipe because <laughs> who can make it like me? Nobody, Nobody. does. Oh, <laughs> right. Nobody. I'm sorry. I literally get requests for that, though. I do. Well, you about to yeah. educate me. So I've yeah. heard a lot about jackfruit, but I live in Louisiana. I live in Monroe, Louisiana. If it's not okay. deep fried and covered in gravy, then it's mm-hmm. not here. I'm sorry. Except for our local Indian restaurant. Shout out to Taste of India, my favorite restaurant. I go there mm-hmm. once every two weeks. And they they take all of our money. Like I got my husband <laughs> chicken, my kids eat butter chicken. I eat everything. Yeah. Like that's just you know, that's it. Yeah. So like, what what is the texture of jackfruit? Like I've heard some people say it's like chicken. Some people say it's like pork. Like what? How would you describe so it? So it could be like either. It's kind of either like shredded chicken or shredded pork. But okay. see, when I do it in the pot roast, I don't shred it. I okay. leave it in the chunks because uh-huh. it's kind of chunky. I leave it in the chunks so that it looks like beef. Looks like meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I have like this secret marinade that I do. Mm-hmm. So it tastes like meat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you may Your have food, to freeze you some. You're like, mm. 
That looks <laughs> it tastes like chick teeth. Yeah. We may have to freeze some and send it on mm-hmm. down. You know, I'll ship you some, girl. We'll do a, an you know, yeah, my family is from Louisiana now. Listen, Shreveport. I know about Southern Classic. Okay. You know what? Southern Classic I fell off, though. I bet he has. It fell off. It's not the same. Even in the I past bet. couple years, it is not the same. It's just kind of like fried chicken. Okay. <laughs> you like it's fried chicken. <laughs> so, of all the places that you've traveled, which place would you say is your favorite? So far, my favorite place has been um, Belize. Okay. I went to San Pedro um, in Ambergrease Key in um, Belize, and I was like, I'm going to buy a place here because it was, like, so small. Like, you know, they dropped the little golf carts around. They didn't even drive regular cars. Mm-hmm. The people were really nice, and they thought I was Belizean and stuff, but whatever. <laughs> but... <laughs> So you didn't get treated like a tourist. You were like, treated yes. like a tourist. And, and, you can, and you can get lobster. Like, I don't even eat lobster anymore. Darn it. But you can get like... <laughs> You're a foodie at heart. I can feel yes. it. I feel the spirit. I am. <laughs> you can get like seafood for really cheap. And like the beach is like right there. So I really like beachy. That's why I like LA. But, you know. Gotcha. So Belize is, that's like, I that's feel like that's my said. home away from home. Gotcha. When you do get a chance to relax, like, what do you like to do? When I relax, I like to go hiking. Mm -hmm. I like to go to the museum. I read books. Mm -hmm. I like, I'll miss feet to read a certain amount of books per year. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm always reading. And then when I read books, I'm always looking at business books. It's hard for me not to, <laughs> to do something else. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'll be like trying. Like, I can't just read this like a regular novel. I'll be like, uh, but what I'm going to learn, I need to learn something. So, yeah, I like to do those things. Read, go to the museum, hiking. I like outdoor activities. What are some of the ways you like to pull yourself out of a creative funk? When I'm in a creative funk, I like to go on a walk, right? Okay. So, because anything out can inspire me. Mm-hmm. So I like to go on a walk. I'll put on some meditation music and just be one with the nature. Like I need to like see things and it could be anywhere. Like it could be the bodega mm-hmm. on a corner or 7-Eleven in LA. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I just have to get out when I'm, when I'm in a creative funk and I can't think fast. I need to get out and get some fresh air. Okay. So yeah. um, do you drink? Yes, girl. You partake. Okay. I partake in the what is um, your, you know spirits. <laughs> what is your uh, what's the word I want to say? What is your libation of choice? My libation of choice is um Hennessy and pineapple. Okay. Listen, that that pineapple just hides everything and it just makes <laughs> it go down smooth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real smooth. <laughs> yes, Lord, yes. Yes. So we've come to the end of our interview. And I'm so glad to have met you. I'm so happy you've been with me, your patience, all of those wonderful things. Thank you. So where can the people find you? Where, where, what do they need to do to get in contact with Miss Savvy Henderson? Listen, they can always email me at hello at SavvyRelations.com. You can always find me on Instagram. I'm always giving out. Listen, I, I drop gems on Instagram. Gems. That's what we need. And Savvy, S-A-V-V-Y. 
O-N-E, one, Savvy One. I drop gems all the time. Like, I try to give everything, everyone. I just give it away, give it away, give it away. Uh Because I really want people to win. And it's so many people out here missing opportunities. They're leaving money on the table. And for what? Uh Right? For what? For what? How can you build this generational wealth if you're leaving money on the table? You can't. So that's the best place, Instagram or email me. Or you can go to my accelerator program website at savvybusinessaccelerator.com. Yes, savvybusinessaccelerator.com. It is spelled the way it sounds. There's no funky spellings going on. Y'all need to get on that and get with it. Yes. Um, Once again, I want to say thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I know, girl. (laughs) Please stay in touch. Oh, I will. Listen. Oh, I will. It gets lonely. (laughs) We solopreneurs. What what, what, are we going to do? We got to connect. We got to. Yes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the F the Glitter podcast. I'm your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative, where we shine the spotlight on women of color in the industry of graphic design, brand design, marketing strategy, and brand strategy. A special thanks to my guests for joining us today. And we'll be here next week for our next episode of F the Glitter. You can find us on your favorite podcast broadcast station, iTunes, Spotify, Google Cast, and others. We look forward to seeing you next week.